When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and I'm joined by TMZ's most lovable lawyer. I don't know about lovable, but I'm here. Derek Kaufman. <laughs> Good to be here. Derek Kaufman's here. Uh, we got some really interesting stories today. Uh, firstly, we're going to talk about Jamie Foxx. Well, he's in re- a rehab facility, um, apparently playing pickleball with his family by his side. Uh, we'll also talk about... The Scandavol answers are all coming out, and we've got a few of them for you. Uh, and finally, we'll talk about K-Fed, Britney Spears' ex. Well, he's taken the kids, and they're moving to Hawaii. I haven't heard that name in a while, but he, he needs involvement in a Britney story, right? So he does. now he's here. Firstly, though, Jamie Foxx. Well, what we know at the moment is that he is at a rehab facility that specializes in stroke recovery and traumatic brain injury. Um, now that's obviously not great on the face, face of it, but his daughter did say on Instagram stories a couple of days ago that he's playing pickleball. Yeah. And then she said it as sort of to calm down the media that had been spinning wildly because they've been so tight lipped and ke- keeping everything so tight to the vest that it's hard to know what's going on with such a big celebrity. So it sounded like Corinne was saying, okay, just so, everything's getting a little out of hand here. My father's not in a hospital. He's in a rehab center. She wanted to clarify that. And I think that's good clarification because when you have an immediate medical emergency, you go to a hospital and right. you get everything stabilized. And she's like, he's not at that kind of facility. What he is, is he had some sort of medical emergency and now he's recovering from it at a rehab center it's still quite serious and this is a this facility in chicago as you said specializes in stroke recovery and you know traumatic brain injuries it does other things as well but there are some tea leaves that maybe this was a a brain event a stroke of some sort I am very, very nervous still. I think yeah. she's trying to calm the waters, but saying someone is playing pickleball, what they what they continue to not say and what we want to know about Jamie Foxx is, is he communicating verbally or otherwise? I think physically uh, he may be up and playing some form of adaptive That's pickleball. Good. That's, good. That's good. These are good things. But I want to know, is he talking? I want to see a video of him. I want to, is, he, is he writing down to communicate? Did, didn't they say that he was making jokes and that sort of stuff? That's, I mean, unless he's doing like, you know, hand puppets, like that, he, he, he's, he's talking. I would hope so. I mean, it sounds like making jokes, although again, vague. And and if he is, if he is making jokes, uh, what would really calm people's nerves is seeing him, right? Why why have they been so tight lipped? I mean, obviously, it's a family private matter. But a, a lot of celebrities say with Jeremy Renner recently when yes. the snowplow incident happened, that was everywhere fast. And also he was posting from the hospital a couple days later. We saw him at his rehab facility, you know, on the treadmill work. Like we saw all of it. So, I mean, there's different ways to deal with these sort of traumatic experiences, but why do you think that they're being so, you know, holding it close to the chest? It's such a great point. Here's, here's my, look, we're speculating here. Jeremy Renner was run over by a snowplow. So the worry with him was his body is mangled and to put people at ease, he showed videos of himself Pretty beat up, but not mangled. He had his arms and legs. People were thinking about severed limbs. I mean, your mind could go crazy thinking about what this gigantic snowplow did to his body. With Jamie Foxx, and and look, 
how you handle this is a private family matter, and they are uh, both of them are entitled to handle it however they want. Jeremy Renner happened to put out pictures. He right. didn't have to. He did right. an interview with Diane Sawyer. You don't have to do that. Um, Jamie Foxx, I think, is different because Jamie Foxx is so dynamic of a personality. He's a singer. He's an actor. He's always over the top. He does impressions. Um, he's so colorful that... I think he doesn't want people to see him in a state where he has been diminished from those qualities because it's hard to unsee that. Like if, if the public sees him in and we don't know in, in a state where he is, you know, close to vegetative or not communicative or something like that, it's going to scar people. So they want to see if that will improve so that he can emerge just like fine. Again. That, that's why it, it does concern me, though, that they haven't sort of like very much tried to prove that, like, he's going to be OK um, and to spend weeks in hospital to spend weeks in a rehab facility it's like often if you have like some really bad injury you'll you'll be home at, at a certain yeah. point you go to the hospital maybe you get rehab but you'll be living at home um his his whole family is coming to visit him that's like you know and in general, you're, to your point, it's better to recover at home. Hospitals want to get you out once they stabilize you because you recuperate better as a human around loved ones in your own setting. It's only you stay in these facilities only if you really need it. Right. right. And so and maybe for the, the sake of privacy, being in a rehab center is that better than being at home where the paps would surround his house or something like that. So there could be reasons. I, I'm just preparing myself for a different Jamie Foxx. I, I, I'm not happy about it. It's very, very concerning. Um, but I hope he emerges. I hope he recovers completely and that we this is a distant memory. But I'm, I'm nervous about it. When I hear these stories, yeah. they don't make me calmer about it. They make me more anxious. Yeah, I mean, if he's had some sort of serious stroke or some sort of traumatic brain injury where he has to spend this long at hospital and rehab, then... We may not get sort of like, you know, the A-list actor, you know, acting in various films, you know, stand-up comedian, going on late night shows. There's you, no one like him, right? Can you imagine a Jamie Foxx toned down? It'd be one thing if there was like a serious, sober, just dramatic actor, but he's comedic, he's dramatic, he does everything. He and, plays and, and instruments. He, you know. He's kind of like, we've talked about this before, he's like America's sweetheart. And, yeah. like the, and also widely regarded as the most talented entertainer. Um, in the always country. tops that list. He always tops that list. So for him to go through such an event and I mean, it, it'll be great if he makes it out the other side and, you know, can, can live a full life and, and, and he doesn't belong to us. Like if, if he doesn't, right. if he can't sort of like go on the screen anymore or make us laugh, then what, as long as he's got, you know, his, his health and happiness, yep. then, then that'll, that'll be one thing. But it seems as if... Here's the good news, bad yeah. news, I'd say for Jamie Foxx. He's not that old, but he's not that young, um, but he's... At an age where you can recover from this and move on. Can you and, make a full a recovery full... from something like this? I think like you this? can. I think he's in his 50s. If, if Jamie Foxx were a, an elder statesman in his 80s and had something like this go on, I'd be very concerned that this is just sort of the the, the finish line. I don't think that's the case for Jamie Foxx. You I can think... fully recover from Look, such a my... traumatic, yes. I think he's still at the age where you can fully recover, get all of your faculties, speak, be funny again. There may be a few sort of diminishments around the corners because when he emerges, everyone's going to be looking for like, is he slurring? Is he completely there like yeah, right. that the the level of scrutiny Jamie Foxx is going to uh endure after he gets out you can't imagine because well, maybe, they've kept it so tight that everyone's right, gonna be yeah. so curious the microscope is gonna be sitting on his face in every interview looking for is his eye twitching is he you know so I and don't he doesn't think he's want looking that. forward to that yeah I think he wants to get himself as right as can be before he emerges right but I mean as we say the, fa the fact that he's up and you would you would assume like running about playing pickleball potentially at least he he's got you know use of his cognitive and motor skills enough that he could do something like that that requires hand-eye coordination. Sure. That, you know, so, yeah, we, we, I'd love to see him communicating. Same. I mean, it, but, but also we don't, 
we don't deserve anything. You know, what, it, obviously the family handles it as they handle it and, and we'll just keep crossing our fingers for him. Yeah, everyone's pulling for him. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Okay, on to the next story. Well, all the Scandavile answers are coming out finally because the finale is tomorrow night. Yeah. And Vanderpump Rules, they just dropped a new teaser. You know, a please come and watch the whole episode. And it is a good little tidbit. Well, we got a bit of sound now um, from the teaser. Uh, Ariana's telling some of her friends uh, about what happened. So I went with Tom to Tom Tom because he had that party thing. I found a screen recording of them on FaceTime. Oh my God. It was literally from the night before. He was at Schwartz's. He was at Schwartz's doing this? Yeah. What? That's when I called Raquel and I like started like making her tell me like what the when did this start? She said, right after the girls trip. I'm like, you mean right after Charlotte died? So she said they kissed. Well, later that night when we were out here, I pressed Tom and he said, well, they actually in her car that night. Right after Charlotte died? Well, Charlotte's a dog. I know. <laughs> the, the drama of this show is such, they all speak with such a flat affect, but you're supposed to go, oh, oh. Yeah, in, they, the, in the wake of Charlotte's passing. What's interesting about this is the timeline of the show kind of caught up to reality where this is now the revelation of the affair, which has always been such an incredible storyline. I thought all of this was going to be dealt with in the reunion and that the filming had stopped by the time the affair was discovered, but there was still a little bit more filming. No, this is what happened. When the when, when the affair started coming out and, and people started knowing about it in the inner circle. Andy Cohen grabbed them cameras. They grabbed them <laughs> cameras. They'd already finished shooting the finale. And, and, and that finale aired last week. So this is like a double finale that they went, wow. pick the cameras back up, guys. We got some more tea. And so they, they ran to their houses. They got this footage, the, the, what we just heard the audio clip from, uh, and started rolling. But yeah, it, it seems like Raquel and Tom... It all came out because they banged in a car. Yes. They banged in a car because well, Ariana goes to confront. When you can't find a house. Well, I mean. You got to do what you got to do. I know. And, and that can be quite fun, you know. Yeah. And listen, it's hard to find a, a place to do these uh, illicit affairs, right? Right. So you got to find a car sometimes. Okay. Because Tom shares a house with Ariana. So you can't do it there. Well, I mean, you maybe, Awkward. You, maybe you could if you wanted to be a bit more risky. <laughs> sure. But um, sure. but I think they, they chose the car. Hopefully it's a you know SUV or some bigger type car so you yeah. can really get it going. Um, <laughs> Maybe put the seat back. Yeah, yeah. Recline. You've been there. Yeah, I've been there. We all been there. Um, and I so, mean, I haven't, but you probably have. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, when Ariana um, confronted Raquel to begin with, Raquel just said, "Look, we just kissed," and and obviously that's enough to like send you like super angry. Yeah. And so then she confronted um, Tom, said, "Look, we banged in the car." After all of this comes out, Tom has to get back inside like the family home. 
and but he does, he's, he's lost his key. Yeah. <laughs> and so she has to be there, like opening the like going open the door for him. And apparently it took her a period of time, and he was angry. He was angry at this her. This is this is the problem with Tom because. The levels of treachery we've debated in the room. I think you're like, look, she wasn't, Ariana wasn't having enough sex with him. So it's kind of, you you think of that as sort of a soft excuse for looking elsewhere. I don't. I think he should have broken up with her and found someone to have sex with her. But putting that aside, this guy, you know, has sex in a car with his mistress or whatever you want to call it when it's a long-term relationship, not a marriage. And then goes to his door, can't find his key, and yells at his current girlfriend because he's angry that she didn't get to the door quickly hey, enough Ariana. when he forgot his key. The temerity, the the gall of this guy is jaw-dropping that he wouldn't be bashful and and sort of embarrassed and act differently. He's acting like a jerk. Well, he goes on the on the front foot. You know what I mean? He he the best form of defense is offense. Is that the saying? Uh, apparently Tom buys that. And so like he was like, I it's kind of like a deny, deny, deny type thing. Sure. Where you're just like, no, you're the, it's gaslighting as well. Like, no, yeah. you're the crazy one. Because if he had behaved differently, she might've been like, well, where were you? You know, like if he was all like sort of nervous and sweaty and, and something and sort of like bashful and, and his personality deviated, she would have thought something's up. But if he's just a jerk and he's a jerk all the time, leave with your front foot. I think, I think he'd been a jerk for a while. And obviously look, I don't think that, you know, having four time, sex four times a year is a reason to cheat on someone. I just think that that was emblematic. Period. I think that was emblematic of like, you know, their relationship deteriorating for, you know, a number of years. And, and obviously Tom had one foot out for a long time. Yeah. Um, Ariana really was trying to cling on to something, although Tom was trying to break up with her for a while. And so I'm just saying that like, what, what he did does was... that mean? I always hear trying to break up with her. Pull the plug. Well, he, they he own... has entire agency to say like, I'm done with this. Whether you get clingy or not, it doesn't matter. The relationship's it's, it's over hard. in my mind. It's hard to break it up with someone. It is difficult, yeah. Especially if you like own a house together. Like, <laughs> it, 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 I'm just saying, it, it, it's, you can't just like, just like leave and walk off forever. Um, and so, yeah, this, this situation is so messy and we're going to find out all the answers on the finale. Are, are you a Vanderpump Rules watcher? Are you, uh, gonna... uh, you know, this kind of, this, the finale of the show, I probably don't care about all that much. I'll follow as we do it, but the reunion I do want to see. For some reason, I see the entirety of these shows as a prelude to the live reunions where they just discuss what happened in the season and fight. That's like what that. I'm in for. It, it's the raw conflict. I don't want to see them like shopping and speaking in flat affects and oh. like nobody knowing what's going on. I like when all the band-aids are ripped off and they go at each other. Yes. I like it on Housewives. I'll watch the Vanderpump reunion because I think that's where you get the real fireworks. You know, you need, need the season to develop those storylines, but that's what I like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be uh, a fantastic reunion. They've been so, teasing it for long enough, and now we're going to finally get all our answers to all of the Vanderpump rules drama. I mean, I wonder how long they can keep this sort of like... We've questioned whether it'll run out of steam before they get to this point, but I think they have enough steam. This will provide the last little burst of energy going into the reunion. Very good. I'm in again. And and, and rest in peace, Charlotte. <laughs> rest in peace, rest Charlotte. In Charlotte, yeah. We it's, hardly knew ye. Sort of a casualty of this whole affair, yeah. Right. Uh, finally, another big story, I think. Um, K-Fed, Britney Spears' ex, Kevin Federline, well, he's taking their two sons and they're moving to Hawaii. He um, wants to, at least. We'll he, see if it happens, but yeah. He, he wants to. He thinks he can get it done. Britney Spears, you know, can say yay or nay, but they, they hope she's going to say yay because she 
hasn't really had a relationship with the sons, hasn't seen them in a year and a half. And now their stepmom, K-Fed's wife, she's got a new job in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. So they want to move there. K-Fed thinks that he can, there's DJ opportunities in Hawaii. Um, so you're, Strong demand for Popo Zao over in, well, maybe in, in Waikiki, the islands. Well, maybe in Waikiki. Waikiki. Yeah, potentially. Um, you're the lawyer. So so what I'm, if Britney Spears says, no, I do not want my sons moving to Hawaii, would a judge, you know, say sure they can go or would they say okay Brittany doesn't want them there the mum doesn't want them there okay we'll keep them here her, her feelings will be taken into account but only so much because their relationship is so strained it's so publicly strained she hasn't seen them they live uh, apparently a hundred percent of the time with KFED at this point sort of a de facto arrangement de facto just means that's how it works not necessarily how it's written down but as a practical matter they are living with KFED he uh, as apparently as a, as a legal matter has a hundred percent legal custody legal custody is just the ability to make decisions on behalf of your kids. Physical custody is your right to mm -hmm. house the kids. So legally, this is a decision, right? It's like a medical decision. Does the kid want to sort of get this vaccine? Does the kid want to go to this school? Those are legal custody issues, and he controls that. Where the people live is usually a legal custody decision, although it's a little bit mingled with physical custody because the decision where to live impacts the who has physical custody. Yeah. So just because you have legal custody, you can't use it to undermine someone's physical custody. So Brittany might say, yeah, he's got decision-making rights, but I have, even though they're living full-time with KFED now, I have the right to live with my kids. But, but, but and if I want to, them. now I have to go to Hawaii to do it. So the judge might give her a little bit of leeway with that. I think they'll be able to move. She I hasn't think... seen them in 18 months. And, and clearly, like, yeah. from, like, stuff they've done on um, social media, they've even had interviews where they basically say, say, you know, a mum's kind of embarrassment. We don't, um, they didn't go to her wedding. We don't go to their wedding. We yeah. don't, we don't really, you know, we don't have that mother son type bond that, you know, you might hope for. And they're the sons of team KFED, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, look, he raised them and, and he did a good job. You know, KFED came out of the, the gates, uh, a strange figure in all this. He was certainly not someone you were rooting for when he was with Brittany. He right. seemed like the guy who was dragging the starlet down. Mm. And now that narrative is completely inverted because when we see KFED out, we see him grocery shopping a lot and he looks like a doting father. He's, mm. he's, you know, for all his uh, sort of antics when they were dating and, and what his impact was on Brittany, you know, differing minds can have different judgments on that, but it looks like he's been a good dad. I don't yeah. think anyone would say that he's not been attentive and actually pretty stand up guy. So if he wants to take the kids to Hawaii because it'll calm matters down a little bit, they won't have to deal with that drama in their backyard. I think the judge is going to be pretty receptive to it. The thing is, yeah, Brittany Spears, you know, apparently her marriage isn't going good. Her sons might be moving away. She doesn't have a relationship with her, you know, dad, mom, sister. Like, wow. She's, it's the she's, price of freedom, man. It's the price of freedom. It really is. Like, we, the Free Britney move, movement got her out, and we just did a documentary called Price of Freedom for Britney because here you go. Here's what it looks like when she's not under a conservatorship. Look, having your liberty taken away is no picnic, and that was very, very sad, and I think the movement had good intentions, but... It doesn't seem to be going smoothly for Britain. No, it does not. So, well, well on, great note to end on, on though, Charlie. Really note, uplifting. On that beautiful note, uh, thank you very much for joining me, Derek. Always a pleasure. Isn't it a pleasure? Never a chore. Uh, <laughs> see, we'll see you guys you later. See you tomorrow.